You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Season 3. Yes, hello everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Benjamin of RPG and a Premier Boy Podcast. Welcome to another new episode of Benjamin Like the Podcast. Hope all is well. Or upside with special guests. And I got this brother coming on the show. He got a podcast show called Beautiful Feet Podcast. And we're gonna talk to him about his brand and about wrestling. You know, because not only that he's a fan, I'm a big fan of wrestling, you know, WWE, NXT, Impact, AEW, somewhat. <laughs> but yeah, so y'all already know what to do. Sit back, relax, I'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Chewy, host of Screaming Chewy Show. And hey, what is this you're listening to right now with very inspirational content and music? Amazing. You're listening to the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at the time, I will be giving y'all the Mr. Jim Fact quote today. And today's quote today is, God is love. And what I mean by that is, you know, no matter what you did, God will always love you. You know, always had God in your heart. And God is love. You know, God spread love to everybody. And he definitely loved us. So always remember that. And that is today's Mr. Jim Fact quote today. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from, and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through. And also we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at 12 a.m. We are also on every Thursdays at 12 a.m. for spin-off semi-Thursdays. Where we have all of Mr. Gentleman Like That Pocket Spinoff series all in one day. Where we have a conversation about music podcasts every first Thursday at 12 a.m. The old school show with myself and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, Capaz, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast, www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. And tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Cheers!
This is Anthony from the Beautiful Feet Podcast, and you're listening to the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this amazing show. Enjoy. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, I have a special guest. He is my brother from Christ. He is a part of the Korok family. We have a podcast show called The Beautiful Feet Podcast. We have Anthony in the building. How you doing? Hey, man. How you doing? Yes, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you yeah. for having me on, man. You know, anytime, anytime, we'll, you know, welcome to the show. And we're going to start off with, you know, where are you from? Because, you know, so all my listeners can know. Of course. Um, so originally I was born in California. Uh, but I moved to Arizona when I was about 10. So I've been in Arizona ever since. So yeah, I'm basically lit born in California, but I basically was raised in Arizona. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. So if you could describe yourself in one word, what would that word be and why? See, I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, honestly, you know, my wife always says, you know, she, the word that she would describe me as is steadfast because mm-hmm. like my faith is what holds me steady and I don't really waver from that. So, you know what I mean? Like that would be, that would be my response. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. So we're going to talk about your podcast show in a few, but what inspired you to start a podcast? Uh, so, you know, kind of, I always felt like I had a lot to say and like a lot to share. Um, so first of all, I started my website because I was like, I love to write. I love creating stories uh, or I love creating poetry. Uh, so there's that, there's that. And then, um, and that's, you know, beautifulfeetentertainment.com. But, uh, going from there, I was like, man, I, I started listening to the podcast on my own and I just loved the, the, just the the way that the way you can express behind it right so i was like okay this is cool i want to go ahead and give it a shot so what i used to do on my website was i would on my phone i would record small snippets of a story or a poem or uh, a bible study or something to that nature and kind of throw one on the website and once i found out there was a way to build your own podcast like without paying a bunch of money or whatever i just i jumped on board and i was like i'm gonna give this a shot and see how i like it um and man it's it's been going um since november i believe is when i started mine so i love it you know what i mean it's a great thing to to jump into nice nice because i'm i'm kind of the same way because i like to write and do poetry as well and kind of the same thing like mm-hmm. out the pocket cost a lot of money and then i found the opportunity to start as well and that's how i became doing the same thing so now we're gonna talk about your show um the beautiful feet podcast tell us about the podcast show and what made you name the show um the beautiful feet well um for me like, like i said i have the website beautiful feet entertainment so for me it was just a natural hey i'm gonna marry these two together so um you can find my website you can find my podcast on the website um and and the name beautiful feet actually comes from a bible verse and that bible Mm. verse um is romans 10 15 and basically like says you know and excuse me and how can anyone preach unless they are sent is it written how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news and Mm. since you know since my whole point was to kind of bring hope to people and you know when things get difficult uh but do it in creative ways i wanted to be the beautiful feet that that talks about in that verse so i'm not trying to overly preach to anyone i'm simply trying to like hey you know you're going through some stuff i'm gonna i'm i have hope for you and i'm gonna express it in the best way that i can um and you can accept it or, or do whatever you wish so um yeah that's kind of where the name came from and i also thought you know what it's it's a unique name because 
you're not going to hear it a lot and when you do hear it honestly let, let's be honest it's going to sound like you have more of a, a, a negative connotation than a positive so I'm, I'm trying to trying to get you to think about it in a different way as well so that's why I loved that name I was like okay okay nice and you know I listen to your podcast on the daily and you and your wife are doing a major job in the show you know keep it up and tell our listeners where they can listen to your show oh yeah first of all I appreciate your support you know what I mean um, but yeah you can jump on beautifulfeetentertainment.com uh there's an actual tab that has, you know, the newest episodes on there. Um, it don't, it doesn't have every episode, but it has the, all the newest ones. And um, so you have it on there. You can get it on uh, Apple. Um, you can get it on Spotify. You can get it on uh, the Anchor, you know, website. Um, I mean, you can get it almost anywhere you get podcasts. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I was so excited when I, not only did I start the podcast, but I was excited when it kind of started getting on every site that it could. Um, and then when, when my wife jumped on board, because I actually started the podcast by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I think I did, I want to say four or five episodes, six episodes. And um, she, she was on one episode you know and i thought that's all we were gonna do and i i just brought her back on this next episode and she was like dude i enjoy doing this so we just kept doing it and uh yeah i mean and we try to do a bunch of different stuff you know i mean we we don't want to just stick to one formula um but we try to we try to do a bunch of different stuff so okay nice you know keep it at y'all and um, also, I noticed that y'all do Bible verses on the show. What made y'all wanted to add that to the on the podcast show? Of course. Uh, so, like I said, we our faith is so. Well, that's one of the things that brought us together, right? Like, we were brought together by the art of 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 writing and bringing stories to life, and also, um, you know, our faith. We've always known each other as you know in in the church context and and we've always both you know loved you know not only going to church but being involved in the church and so um and like i said a little earlier you know i've always wanted to help people i've always wanted i've always felt a need to kind of if i'm gonna put stuff out there i want to put stuff out there that gives people hope not pulls them away from hope and so um that was my thing felt like we needed you know we need to put that at the forefront because if you're able to put that at the forefront um you know it, it just allows people to one know who we are but at the same time you know hopefully explore their faith on their own so mm-hmm. okay okay nice nice so when did you give your life to god oh okay so yeah um well you know it all started obviously on the day i was born like because i was actually my mom she uh early in her pregnancy you know she had a a lot of complications and so i didn't you know i didn't grow up in the church but she was like you know i'm about to lose this baby i'll kind of do what needs to be done so they you know they they uh i guess focused on playing and just what you know kind of trying to keep a positive attitude through it all because i i was not supposed to make it out of there um um, i actually you know i was born in early october i didn't get to go home until the end of october or after um because i was i was born prematurely and just there was a lot going on um now fast forward to you know, my early adult years, I was 18, 19 years old. I was going to college away from home. Um, and like I said, I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't know really anyone who did. Um, I grew up kind of in the, I always say the opposite. So like, 
I have family members who are addicts, who um, drug addicts, alcoholics. I have family members who have either been homeless or, you know, still to this day struggle with keeping a job because of stuff in their past. And, you know, and some of them are like my, my mom and dad, like they're directly associated with me. And so, um, you know, when I went up to college, uh, not only do I have a very strict no drugs and alcohol policy for me, um, but I just, I was going, you know, my dad was really, uh, to be honest with you, he was really involved with his alcoholism. And so I was up, I was up in college away from my siblings, um, who I've been kind of protecting for years because I have younger siblings and I had nothing, I couldn't do anything. And, and I, I was hearing stories from home of, you know, him coming home, you know, drunk or, or getting upset about some stuff or having health issues because of, you know, he was not taking care of his body. He was having heart attacks and things like that. And so I was just at that point, I was like, I have no one to rely on, but God. And so mm. I started, I started getting connected with a campus ministry at my at my school um and i started connecting with people and god god just spoke to me it wasn't even like oh it just made sense and it you know it, it became real because i was like my friends were guiding me through it but i knew god was speaking to me directly like guiding me through it because you know i was like i had no one to depend on but God, like, I can't, I can't fix this myself. My dad's struggling, you know, my mom has always struggled um, with, with her addictions. And so I was like, I'm gonna not just go the other way, but I'm really, you know, I, I need, I need God like that. That was it. So. Yeah, that that was deep. That was deep, and and I'm not gonna lie. Recently, I just gave my life to God myself. Recently, well, gave my life back to God recently. You know, mm -hmm. doing this doing this whole pandemic. You know, and a lot was going on. But happy that I made the right decision. Happy you did made the right decision as well. You know, keep and keep you know doing your thing. Keep believing in your faith. Absolutely. All right. With with all that going on, speaking of pandemic, with all that going on with the pandemic, police brutality racism and injustice in America right now. How do you feel about that? All right, let's open up this can of worms. Uh, no, we're good. <laughs> so the, okay. I'm going to start with the pandemic because that kind of yeah. hit first, right? Like, yeah. Um, so for me, um, going back to my faith, right? Like I'm, I'm when I'm involved in my faith, I'm involved in the church, right? So what i mean by that is like i'm helping with right now i'm helping with youth ministries and junior high boys um i'm helping with um baptizing people baptizing people blah, mm. at my church right i'm i'm part of the production team i'm 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 basically putting my hands as, as in as many cookie jars as i can just trying to help you know in any way that i can uh, then the pandemic hit, so everything came to a screeching halt. I couldn't do anything. Um, now, by God's grace, I'm still working. I'm still going to work on a regular basis. I have not had to take time off. Um, I have not had to be self-quarantined or um, anything of that nature. Um, so it, it's been rough at times, you know, knowing that my neighbor down the way you know hasn't been working because they they were you know a cook at a restaurant or whatever knowing that um you know that they're, they're looking around going i don't know when i'm gonna how i'm gonna pay rent or whatever um so that's been difficult but i've just been trying to focus my attention on what i can do right like so, okay, I can't go out and, and help people at the church physically, but what I can do is I could pray for people. I could, um, yeah. I could put together a podcast that hopefully people are listening to 
even just for that hour or whatever however long the episode is and just either get you know seek hope or be entertained or just forget about it for you know that hour um i could put stuff on the website that you know directs people to to god but again not preaching just simply hey here's there's still hope you know what i mean so and i can go to work and and do my best and and guide my team the best i can um like so i'm focusing on what i can do um now going further with you know the social injustice and everything going on with the valleys and and and, um that that had me shook because um and I, you know, I did an episode on it because I was so impacted. Uh, one, because I didn't even, you know, I have a lot of, of I, I grew up with a lot of people of color, of different, you know, ethnicities or whatever. But I never considered uh, on, on a daily kind of what happens, what goes on. But at the same time, it just kind of shook me because I was like, wait a minute. I've had my head in the sand for a long time. Like I've always heard stories, but it's it's literally been like, oh, you know, it's not a problem as much anymore. And even with you know, I mean, this has been going on for years where somebody will die due to you know, um, being looking like they're in the wrong neighborhood or whatever. Um, And for some reason, I would go, oh man, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, and that was it. This time around, it hit me differently. Um, probably because I just put up more time into researching it and I just mm-hmm. instead of just ignoring it I actually watched the video and and saw how the dude was like you know helpless like just laying there yeah. and this dude this police officer just whatever not not really caring not showing any compassion or whatever and I was like why would you do that yeah. um, and so like I said, it just shook me, but I'm like, okay, now is my time. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna remain the same. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and read up on it more. I'm gonna go ahead and learn the history of what's going on, and and that way, when when as I get older, I can change my my atmosphere, right? I could change the way I look at these situations. I could change the way my and my you know any if i have any kids i could change the way they see the situation and have them be more involved later on you know what i mean like but i need yeah. to know i need to know the history first so yeah. yeah so that you know it's still i still thumb through in you know instagram twitter and different social media and i'm still blown away of how much i was missing because i i i to be honest with you, just because I was able to keep my head in the sand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I talked to a friend of mine who, you know, African-American, you know, and I just go, how are you doing? You know? Yeah. And he was just like, yo, I, I don't know how to process this. You know what I mean? Like, and so I kind of, I felt for him, you know, I haven't, I haven't really talked to him too much about it. Cause I wanted to give him his space for a minute. Cause yeah. I could tell he was shook, but I was like, okay, because I know I'm gonna go back, you know, when when the time is right, and go, hey, yeah, how you doing? You know what I mean? So yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, it blew me away to sit there and go, oh, I've been ignoring this for way too long. So yeah, and I don't gonna lie, this is this was a really hard topic to talk about, but I do appreciate your opinion on it, and. In fact, like anything, like one day at a time, you know, like anything, you know, as long as like one day at a time, I appreciate you for announcing it, man. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that, you know. Yeah. So let's, so let's, <laughs> so um, let's um take it up on a, on a lighter note mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and change up the topic a little bit. So, so we're going to talk about, you know, wrestling. Are, are you a fan of wrestling, by the way? I have been a fan of wrestling majority of my life like so yes 100 percent. i try to keep up with as much as possible okay okay nice so so when do you start when do you start first started watching wrestling 
I started watching wrestling when everybody started watching wrestling when they were <laughs> kids, right? Like, yeah. I can't think of a scene. I've, I have had uh, more conversation around wrestling with complete strangers, right? Like, <laughs> simply because I'll, I'll wear a wrestling shirt to work or I'll wear a wrestling shirt out, you know, get lunch or whatever. And I have grown men in, in, in their 50s going, man, when I was a boy, I remember yada 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 and um <laughs> so i started watching when, when i was a kid and uh because my older brother watched and i believe my uncle did too like you know what i mean so yeah. um and you know so i started watching as a kid i kept up with it uh, all the way till i would say probably beginning of college and the mm. reason why i stopped in college was one my dorm room did not have cable so like and I, I I couldn't hunt down to find it. It wasn't like nowadays where you can jump on YouTube and be like, hey, let's yeah. find clips of what's going on. Um, even though college wasn't that long ago, like mm -hmm. they did not have a WWE YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, true, true. So you really would have had to like search for it. And I didn't have any friends in college who really watched wrestling. So I couldn't, you know, I couldn't keep up. So mm. I kind of fell away for a little bit. Um, Partially by choice, just because I was like, okay, I'm gonna focus on college. You know, I moved away from home. Um, but anyway, uh, and out of nowhere, uh, the same friend that I was talking about, you know, uh, about the Black Lives Matter things, he, yeah. uh, I was hanging out with him, and he's like, hey, yo, I'm gonna go over to so, you know, so and so's house to watch some wrestling. You want to go? <laughs> yeah, you know. And it was funny because we went over there, and I think literally my first taste back into wrestling was wrestlemania mm. um which i've as a kid i never got to watch wrestlemania or any other pay-per-view because they were pay-per-view and i was yeah. broke like my, my family was not putting 50 60 bucks toward wrestlemania because we needed to keep the lights on you know what i mean like there was no yeah, i feel you i feel you yeah so i was stoked i'm like i've never seen a wrestlemania and that was the first taste back i don't remember which mania it was uh i man i wish i could um <laughs> but yeah and it's funny because that friend whose house we went to um you know we watched mania and then him and i clicked and next thing you know i was over because he, he when i was going i met him and when i was in college he just mm. had an apartment and you know he had cable or whatever so i would walk to his house every monday watch raw walk home and it wasn't a it wasn't a it wasn't a, a right down the street it was a probably mm. 35 40 minute walk at oh, you wow. know at 10 30 11 o'clock at night so because <laughs> i'm watching it live you know what i mean like i'm going yeah, yeah, straight, yeah. i'm going straight from we used to meet at the uh campus ministry which had a meeting on monday nights and he would record raw so because you know we would miss the first hour or whatever yeah, so yeah. we would both walk to his apartment, watch Raw, and then I would walk back, which again, it was close to from his apartment to my dorm or wherever I lived. It was almost a 45 minute walk. Mm. So I was like, and of course I had school the next morning, 8 a.m. or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. I'll be tired. It's cool. I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> and I just fell in love with it all over again. Um, You're not the only one because that happened to me as well. Like one year, like I was watching it and I stopped for like a good two years. I believe that was like either 29 and, and, and 2010. Then out of nowhere, um, cause I didn't have cable either. Cause I couldn't really watch on um, Raw, but I always watch SmackDuck cause SmackDuck was on like the network TV at the time. It's on UPN. Yeah, UPN, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to moved. watch it all the time. Yeah, and then they moved they moved um, SmackDown to um, USA. I think either USA or Sci-Fi, one of them, they moved it to. It went to both and, at one point in time. It was yeah, like, yeah. it was. I think it went from UPN to Sci-Fi, and it was there for a while. Eventually, I think it got moved to, to I think USA or whatever. USA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then I missed it for a while. And then one day I got I ended up getting cable, so I was like, you know what? Let me, let me watch War. And I think I remember the first episode of War. I think that I watched again was when John Cena got beat up by Nexus. <laughs> when he got, he got jumped by Nexus, that was the first time I started watching. They go, like, oh man, so. So yeah, so yeah, I know the feeling. Mm -hmm. So who, so who was your favorite wrestler? Give me a legend and give me a current. 
Oh my gosh. Come on. Um, <laughs> okay. It's difficult, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it this way. So, um, Legend, the hands down, I can't think of anyone else but The Undertaker. Mm. Um, and here's why. Because, you know, being a young kid when, when he first came out, right? Um, I would watch wrestling with my brother, but if I remember correctly, wrestling, like the first hour was very kid friendly. Yeah. And then after about nine o'clock, it, you know, it got a little, little darker, not much, you know, it's still, the, <laughs> yeah. still the early nineties. It's not much, but the undertaker was always on the second half. Yeah. And of course my mom would be like, Hey, you got to go to bed. You know, it's time to get, and I was like, man, <laughs> you know, and I, I remember vividly, right? Like, and it's weird to say Undertaker as a legend only because he's still kind of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, usually when you think of legends, you think of, oh, dude hasn't wrestled in, in whatever, how many years. But anyway, so I used to go to bed, but I could still hear, I would keep the TV on, or not, not the TV, but the door open because my brother mm-hmm. would still be watching because he was older than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go to bed and not fall asleep until I heard the Undertaker, right? Mm. The whole, you know, uh, Paul Bear and, and you know the whole thing, and oh, I loved yeah. it. And sometimes it got like I was like, man, this sounds like it's cool. Like what's going on is awesome. So yeah. that there's that, right? So I'm a huge Undertaker fan. When he had his match with uh, at WrestleMania with Roman Reigns, and he did mm. the whole taking off the coat, taking off the hat, putting them. My, my girlfriend, who is now my wife, was with me. And she she was like, yo, you were like drops away from crying. I was like, <laughs> I was like, cause she does not like wrestling. I was like, you have no idea. You have no idea. Like not only how big this is for me, but how big this is for the wrestling industry. Like it's yeah. huge. And when that dude finally retires, which it seems like it's coming, I'm going to be a blubbering mess. It's going to be horrible. Um, so there's The Undertaker. I've always loved The Rock. He's always been one of my favorites. <laughs> You're not the only um, one. You're not the only one. Yeah. I've always loved like Jeff Hardy. I mean, the Hardy boys in general, but Jeff Hardy was my favorite of the two. Yeah. Um, which now I'm actually liking Matt Hardy way more. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> now current rosters um man like there's velveteen dream who i'm a huge mm. fan of who yeah. i did okay so my thing with velveteen was i remember watching tough enough um, oh yeah and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and him being on it and he was the dude that i was like i'm putting my chips on him because he knew the history of wrestling like there were people that that season who what's your favorite match what are you talking about what what i've never watched wrestling so what are you doing mm, yeah, here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they they would know like, oh, my favorite match is, is you know, um, uh, Hogan and, you know, uh, you know, Andre. Mm-hmm. That's everybody's favorite match. Give me another one. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> whereas Patrick, that dude was, you know, he, he could tell you stuff that happened in 1975 and you're like, For dude, real? you're 20 some years. How do you know, you know? <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, but when he started as Velveteen Dream, when he first debuted, I was like, okay, I'm happy for him, but I don't like this character. Mm. It was something about it I just didn't like. But as he, he developed it, I was like, okay, this dude is gold. Like, you cannot. So Velveteen is probably one of my favorites. I'm always waiting to see what he's going to do. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of Becky Lynch. Um, mm. Even though she's taking some time off, but yeah. I'm very happy for that. And um, so, let's see, who else we got? Um, those are probably, you know, John Moxley on, on you know, AEW. Yeah. I do watch AEW. Uh, I'm, not partial, <laughs> I'm not that partial. I love the WWE. It will always be my, you know, my bread and butter when it comes to wrestling, but... You can't hate on somebody who's like, "Hey, we're we're gonna kind of do our own thing." Um, yeah. I'm sure we're gonna talk about that. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I, we, we, I we, 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 we all get to that. We, we, we all get into that. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I know people who will not 
not watch AEW simply because it's not WWE. And I'm like, okay, you do you. I'm gonna watch both. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I am not I am not gonna sit there and, and leave good wrestling out there because oh, well, you know, it's not WWE. <laughs> so yeah, so those are some of my favorites. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a handful of others, but you know. See, I know, I know. For me, um, for Legends, um, you know, of course, Ric Flair is one of my favorite for Legends. Um, the Rock, of course, too. I like the Undertaker as well. I like the Undertaker, but Current is kind of hard to pick. It's just too much for Current. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I do like Be- Becky Lynch. I do like um, who else? Who else? Uh, Roman Reigns. I mean, half and half year. I do like Seth Rollins. Mm. It's a handful of people I like. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so being a Christian and watching Seth Rollins be the Monday Night Messiah, I'm sure there there are a bunch of people of faith, if they're watching, who are upset. I love every minute of it. I think it's great. (laughs) Um, Because he's not not mocking God. He's not, you know... I think yeah. it's hilarious, so I'm not even going to sit there and say I hate it. I love it. I think it's great. So, you know, I just, again, had to clear the air on that one because I guarantee <laughs> there's people who are uh, upset. Yeah, I know. And I know he, he plays a good hill. He plays a really good hill. That's why I like stuff violent. He plays a good hill. Especially oh, at that role. Yeah, very fantastic. So now now hit the, hit, hit the question. <laughs> Which which show is your favorite wrestling program? You know, WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact. If you watch or um, New Japan or etc. Yeah, so right now, it's it's definitely NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's been NXT for a long time. Yeah. Again, I, I try to watch as much as I can. Uh, AEW is really close. They've got a lot of good stuff that I'm just like, this is interesting. Um, so my here's my thing with AEW. Mm. So AEW was one of those, when they first announced the show, when they first announced whatever, of course the internet blew up because they're like, oh, they're going to take WWE out of business. Yeah. I was like, they have a long way to go before they're close to WWE status. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I never hated them. I never sat back and going, oh, they're going to mess up. They're going to fail. Uh, my thing was let we'll wait and see. Yeah. So the first quarter, the first season of of AEW, I was I was not watching, and it wasn't because oh it's not going to be any good. It was simply I just didn't have time. Yeah. You know I tried to keep up on it. I tried to watch a little bit here and there. I just did not have time. Um, but then I started watching some of the stuff they were throwing on YouTube. Because they have a, uh, they have you know dynamite, and then they have yeah. uh, AW Dark on YouTube, which is basically a bunch of dark matches, yeah. which is cool. And so uh, I started watching that a little bit, and I was wa- I was seeing some fantastic wrestling and some awesome characters and some storylines that I'm like, all right, this is pretty interesting. So I started watching um, Dynamite, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I really just got hooked, like, you know. They're, they're doing some great stuff so um but you know honestly and i keep up with raw i keep up with smackdown um smackdown i probably watch the least and i don't know why it's just i try to watch it and i'm like i don't know it just doesn't sometimes it really get is sometimes it really is awesome and sometimes I, I feel like i'm just watching you know something i saw last week like oh yeah. these are the same matches the from the week before um but nxt that has been on fire for yeah. solid five years at least you know what i'm yeah, saying like, i agree yeah i agree i agree i definitely agree i mean i like nxt yeah i do like nxt the most as well but then i like smackdown a little i like smackdown too i know smackdown got stepped up a, a lot more better to me though yeah and Raw, I hadn't, I wasn't feeling Raw, but Raw stepped up a lot more better lately when Paul Hemi was in charge of Raw, but now he's not in charge no more, but. Yeah, I mean, so here's what, here's what bugs me is when you have people, uh, oh, Vince is too old, he needs to leave. I'm like, you do realize Vince is, 
is one part of the whole thing, right? Like, yeah. Yes, he's the head honcho, um, so he he kind of does have final say so. But you have the performers, you have the writers, you have you know whoever to make it good. And let's be honest, like Vince McMahon has taken a small company and made it a global phenomenon. Yeah, he did to the point where when you think of WWE or like when you think of professional wrestling, the first thing you think of is wwe yeah so i'm like we need to stop like throwing dirt on his name because he's 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 amazing you know what i mean but at the same time you know triple h is killing it with nxt but again i I don't i don't know what the difference is like i don't know the behind the scenes politics on what goes on you know because you have to also understand with raw and smackdown uh you have different uh, boundaries because they're on a network, right? Because yeah. of who is in charge, you know, they might have the 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 network or the you know saying, hey, you can't do this, you can do that. Whereas NXT, they might have some more freedom. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, I get so fed up when people are like, oh, Vince McMahon's too old. He doesn't know what's good and what's bad. And I'm like, wrestling's been the same forever. You know what I mean? Like. The old school wrestling tricks that hooked you as a kid, they still hook us now. Yeah. It's just, you know, and this is just based on the little that I know. If you spoke to a, a, a wrestler who's been there and done that, they're going to have a totally different point of view. True, true. And um, and um, I do actually like, I do actually watch um, AEW from here to there. I mean, I, they do got to grow on me a lot more. I mean, I try to mm-hmm. watch it. They got to grow on me a lot more. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate them, but they just got to, I just got to like, they just got to like grow on me a lot more. And I do watch Impact as well. Impact is shockingly kind of interesting, low key. I think mean, everybody tried to say Impact is not good, but Impact is low key interesting. Yeah. I haven't, I have not kept up with that literally in probably three or four years. <laughs> Again, it's only because I, I only have so much time in the day yeah. to dedicate to wrestling. So I'm like, something's got to go. True, true, true. But I mean, and they've also, there's also been shows like Lucha Underground. Oh, which yeah. I don't think it's around anymore. Nah, nah, yeah. I, mean, I used to watch that for a little I bit. Got, <laughs> I used to watch that for a little bit. Yeah, but like that was one of those that I was like, yo, the vignettes that they would put mm-hmm. out, because they would shoot it like a movie. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. Um, and there was some things that I was like, I don't understand, but it's fine, you know. Um, but the storytelling they were doing, I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of sad. I don't know what happened. I guess they just, I don't know if they won't get, I don't know why it's, you know, no longer a thing. It doesn't seem to be at least. Yeah. But it, it got, you know, it was super interesting. It was, but, it was. You know. It was. All right. So with, with no sports going on at, at the moment, even though NBA is coming back and NLB is coming back and that card's going on now, how did mm-hmm. um, wrestling, AEW, and WWE help you during this pandemic? Oh, my gosh. It gave me something, you know, wrestling, it, you know, just like it always does. It's always given me something to kind of take me away for a moment. Mm. Um, so, you know when i get the opportunity i never get to watch wrestling live mm. i'm usually working or i'm usually because i work at night yeah. uh i'm usually either working or you know spending the few moments that i am home you know with family because you know that's number one of course of course so um so i watch wrestling you know the next day or whatever uh, or I'll stay up late, you know, after my wife goes to bed, I'll stay up, try to watch, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I never get to watch it live, but when I do, it just allows me to just forget about it for a moment, you know, just kind of get, get immersed in the show, get immersed in what's going on. Um, and my thing is, is I'm not a huge sports guy to begin Mm -hmm. with. I like I like basketball. I watch it on occasion. I wish I watched it more. It's just again, I, I get I, I love I love movies and TV yeah. and I, I love to bit I love to binge watch like my favorite TV mm-hmm. shows. 
Um, so I'm like, yeah, again, I can only spend so much time watching TV and I'd rather watch, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of sports, so that hasn't really affected mm-hmm. me, but I know my dad's losing his nose because he loves... Trust me, my father too. He my loves, father too, trust me. <laughs> my, my dad loves baseball and, and football and he doesn't really watch basketball, but he loves, you know, so he's losing his ever love. <laughs> um, so... Trust me, my father's the same way, and he'd be upset when I watch it wrestling. He like, oh man, wrestling, oh man. He wish basketball was on, but good thing is he should be happy now. Basketball coming back, yeah. and baseball coming back as well. All right, so how yeah. so how do you feel about watching wrestling with no crowd? And when do you think an actual crowd is coming back? Well, no, the whole no crowd thing. It was really strange <laughs> I, I did not know how to take this I'm used to the yelling and the Bro. screaming and the, the um, after a while it kind of grew on me after a while I was like okay like I'm okay it still was strange but I like the fact that with most especially WWE and uh, um, NXT you would hear more vocalization yeah, I agree. from the two the, the individuals in the ring and i they, obviously that i believe they did that intentionally because like if you know because wrestling you know you're so they're so used to hiding the conversation between each yeah. other uh unless you're you know kevin owens who that, that dude don't <laughs> shut up in the ring. um but which I love, you know, I would not shoot. He's a bad guy. Let him talk as much nonsense in the ring. I don't care if it even makes it <laughs> yell, scream, whatever. I love it. You know, it's the biggest heel thing to yeah. do. Um, so, but, you know, but I like, I kind of like what, uh, what they've been doing recently where it's like, Hey, we're, we're at the performance center yeah. in the audience, in the quote unquote audience <laughs> is, people who work at the performance yeah. center, you know, up and coming wrestlers or whoever. Um, I kind of like that, but I can't wait for a live Me audience. Too. <laughs> you know, you, you know, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's NXT, Raw, SmackDown, w, AEW, yeah. whatever it is. When that, when the live component comes back, those, uh, those audience members are going to be more hype. Yeah. It's going to be, the, so, you know, the legend of like, the the raw after mania yeah. how they're just off the wall <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like that oh, no. for months. yeah like it'll be like that for regular for a long while i agree a long time because they're gonna be like we have missed you yeah. guys oh my god <laughs> and uh, imagine imagine the live shows mm. like the shows we don't get to oh, see yeah, yeah, yeah. that they're not doing right now where the wrestlers have more freedom anyway yeah. You know what I mean? Those wrestlers are gonna blow the roof off the place simply because they can, and there's an audience there to do true, so. True, true. <laughs> I can't wait for that. But I know one thing. Oh, I know one thing. I love that with, with, with no crowd. But I feel like everybody promos. Everybody stepped up the game with the promos. When, when there's no crowd. But well, I feel like you. I feel like you had yeah. to. Yeah. Because if you have a crappy promo with no audience, I'm gonna lose interest. <laughs> <in you>. like, <laughs> I agree, I agree. Yeah, but everybody had to step up the game. But, but I, I can't wait for the crowd to come back. I want to, I want to see the energy with certain, um, certain um wrestlers that there now and how they're gonna react when they there. So, if you wanted to meet a wrestler, who would that be? Undertaker. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna like Undertaker, The Rock. Like, that's it. <laughs> um. Honestly, on the real, like those are the two um, that I would love to meet. Again, I, w- I would love to meet like Becky Lynch. Yeah. There's not there's not a wrestler I would I would I would not want to meet. Yeah. Um, you know, the Miz would probably be the closest thing to one. I'm like I don't. Want to meet. <laughs> um, but even him, like he's dedicated to his craft. So if I met him, I'm sure he would be the biggest heel and just treat me like garbage, and I'd be totally fine with it. <laughs> um, but yeah i mean but if i if i met the undertaker i'm pretty sure i would just i'm I, that'd be it i'm i'm going home i'm 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 journaling this i'm doing something i'm gonna find a way to make sure it lives forever um so 
to, yeah, I remember one time when I was a kid, my father took me to the spot that they had in New York called WWE or WWF New York. It was a restaurant where wrestlers mm-hmm. come in, mm-hmm. and I was just there when I was just there eating something. I would we were we were waiting to eat, and one day somebody picked me up. A wrestler picked me up. I like my sister was like, "Oh my god, he picked you up!" And I like, "Who is that?" And it was Al Snow who picked me up at a random. He does the hey kid, and then picked me up and then walk away. I like what? Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool because Al Snow. Like, I remember him growing up, like, I was, you know, I remember watching him, and I thought he was good, but I never understood how great he was, uh, until now I'm like, oh, dude, he's, he's really intelligent when it comes to, like, you know, but again, like, as a kid, you just want to see the impact stuff, you just want to see the heavy, heavy wrestling matches, you don't really want to see two dudes actually wrestling in a, in the middle of the ring. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't want to see a bunch of grapples and, and submissions. You want to see a dude getting launched off a 40-foot ladder <laughs> through seven tables for no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I got to say, like, a lot of extreme stuff. Like, you know, a lot of table ladders and chairs and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what do you have to say for anybody who going the same route as you, as in, like, the podcast and you getting saved and stuff like that stick with it like if if, if you uh, you know going back to my journey with god and everything that i've kind of learned there's a lot of time especially in a time like right mm-hmm. now where every day is an up and down where one minute you're like okay i'm gonna focus on the positive i'm gonna focus on my relationship with god and then you know, oh man, like this is rough because I'm not working or whatever because of the pandemic. Keep focused, keep working on it. If you if if you and your relationship with God, like, you know, put people in your life who can kind of guide you, you know what I mean? Who are older, who, who can kind of walk with you and be like, look, I've been through some stuff. Let me kind of walk you through some, you know, show you what to do. Um, don't lose that hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and when it comes to the podcasting thing, straight up, it's the same thing. Like, if you know, keep at it. Even if you're like, oh, well, this episode got five plays, but the one I did before had 50, 60 mm-hmm. plays. What did I do wrong? You didn't, you probably didn't do anything wrong. Just keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, that's happened to me a couple times where, like, I'll go on a streak where a couple of my episodes will hit what I, what I feel like is a pretty good number um okay, right so and then i'll put out a couple episodes where they get three plays and i'm like what happened yo? yeah like <laughs> you know what i mean like and then i you know i keep putting out episodes and then the ones that got hit with two three four five plays all of a sudden have a better you know they're getting more yeah. and i'm like okay maybe people took a break for a minute or <laughs> you know i don't know i whatever but see, my thing with podcasting is I'm not trying to be like every episode needs thousands of yeah. plays, right? Like, um, I'm 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 gonna be completely transparent. I think my most downloaded episode is somewhere in the, in the realm of like fifty to sixty downloads, mm. right? Most of my episodes they get about fifteen, mm. and I'm okay with that. Like, cool. If fifteen, if, if the the people who are who are who are involved, who are listening, if you're actually sitting there and listening, cool. I don't care if it's ten, as long as it's engaging to the people who are, um, you know what I mean, who are who are engaged. Yeah. Um, because because I would rather, because again, we can't. At least from my point of view, I can't tell if you're actually listening to the episode like all the way through. Yeah. Or if, if you're like clicking on it, letting it start to play, because that still would count as a play. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm gonna shut it off. I just doing him a favor, <laughs> you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either way. So I would much rather have less people engaged, but they're actually engaged, as opposed to, oh, I got a thousand downloads on this one episode, but I don't know if they're a thousand legitimate downloads mm-hmm. or dudes just hitting play turning it off and walking out yeah you know so 
because I'm that way. You know what I mean? With our with our with the co-op, like there's certain certain podcasts that like, hey, I haven't I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Yeah. Um, I download it, but I just haven't had a chance to listen to it. And then there's some that I'm like, man, if I'm gonna listen to it, I'm gonna listen to the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so for me, it just, you know, I'm not worried about the numbers, and that's I would that would be another area where I'm like, yo, if you're worried about your numbers, do what you can to network to get to know people. Yeah. But focus on stuff that you enjoy, and eventually, I think it that that audience will find you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I I still feel like I'm I'm building my audience, but I'm not. I'm more focused on okay, are, are the episodes we're putting out good to my to my standards? Yeah. You know, or am I just rambling about current events? I don't want to talk about current events. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. I want to talk about things of substance. Um, and especially since my podcast does have that faith we you know aspect to it, mm. some people are gonna see that and are automatically just nope. Sorry, dude. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not no that's no sweat off my back. That's cool. You know. Um, but for the people who are like, yo, I like the way uh th- this guy analyzes things or talks about things, I'm gonna keep listening. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate that support. So yeah. All right, all right, deep. Well, you ain't no Anthony, thank you for calling the show. Um, you already know your Absolutely. you know your podcast is amazing. You know I listen to your podcast all the time. You know you and your like I said you and your wife is killing it. Keep doing your thing, and you know drop all your information so everybody can reach you. Absolutely. So like I said, you could hit me up uh, beautifulfeetentertainment dot com. So you can I mean you can find uh, short stories there. You can find uh, I do like articles and stuff. I don't uh, I don't update that as much as I should, so I really need to like <laughs> jump on that. Uh, but the podcast is always up there. Um, you can uh, you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Just type in Beautiful Feet Entertainment. I mean, it will pop up. Um, the handles are slightly different, but just put that in there. Uh, you could also put my name, Anthony Gisick, G I E S I C K, and you'll find it um yeah i mean and and we and we do encourage people to like if they have questions from a biblical standpoint you know hit us up you know obviously be respectful be you know um be genuine but if you have questions or you don't agree or whatever respectfully hit us up and we'll 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 do our best to answer or you know whatever so yeah. All right, all right. And also, I gotta come in your show one day too. We gotta do, we gotta do a crossover when I come to your show as well. Oh, uh, so so here's my thing, right? Yeah, we would love to have you on, especially knowing you know that you recently have reconnected with with God, and you know, there we go. Yeah. You know, we have we have things to talk about, and of course, we'll talk about wrestling because. I can't help it. <laughs> of course, me too. Me too. I I got I got to talk about my side of of what I like on the wrestling side and stuff like that. When I come over there. Oh, one one hundred. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, so we gonna make that happen. And once again, thank you for coming to the show, Anthony. And we'll be right back. Um. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. Now, I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Presents Spin-Off Series Thursdays. And Spin-Off Series Thursday is the new home for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Spin-Off Series. That brought to you shows like A Conversation About Music Podcasts, The Old School Show, and Date Night Talk Podcasts. And 
a conversation about music podcast is a music spin-off series where we talk about anything music from the current music scene and the old school music scene where we interview many guests that's in the music industry and artists about their music journey. We have a segment game called The Face Off, which is a versus inspired game. And we have roundtable discussion about variety of music topics. And y'all can check out a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 a.m. Every first Thursday at 12 a.m. Now, the old school show that featured myself and the star Roddy Rod is a show where we discuss anything old school from music, TV shows, movies, and many more. We also bring in guests to join in on the old school conversation. Y'all can check out the old school show with myself and the star Roddy Rod every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. Every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And last but not least, we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Bana B, where we talk about anything relationship-related topics like love, dating, relationships, cheating, the good and the bad, and many more. And y'all can check out this spin-off series, Date Night Talk Podcast. Every second and third Thursday at 12 p.m. So look out for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Presents Spin-Up Series Thursday. A conversation about music podcasts every first Thursday. The old school show with myself and the star writing ride every fourth Thursday. And date night talk podcast. With myself and Miss Vana B every second and third Thursdays. And y'all can check out the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast every Sundays for the main series and every Thursday for spin-off series Thursdays. And thank y'all for checking out this commercial break. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. I just want to take the time and thank everybody for tuning into the new episode. Thank you to my brother, Anthony, from the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Please check out his podcast. Shout out to him and his wife. The podcast is amazing. You know, and also check me out on his show in the near future. So look out for that. And um, if y'all haven't yet, check out the Premember Podcast with myself, Mr. Aaron Sands, and DJ Retro, each and every Friday. Um... Even though NYC is open back up, the spots are not open back up yet. So check out my team, YPG. Wants to open back up each and every Friday at Catch Up, 217 Bike Street, say Premier at the Door. And each and every Saturday, Best Side Party at Taj, 48 Way 21st Street, 5th six, say Premier at the Door. Y'all probably wondering why I say my team now instead of me handling these spots. Well, um, I do got a big announcement about that, but when the right time. When it's the right time, I will announce it on a later episode. So, yeah, I will bring up this topic again in a later episode. But um, if y'all want to be a special guest on my show, um, y'all could DM me on my IG or all um, social media platform. Ken underscore Mr. Gentleman. I repeat, Ken, K-E-N underscore Mr. M-R Gentleman, G-E-N-T-L-E-M-A-N. You know, I'm looking for special guests, you know, for the, for my show or special guests for my segments, you know, for um, date night talk. I need a lady who are single or taken, who is willing to talk about their love life or talk about, you know, any relationship topics, related topics. Or y'all to be on my new segment that will be premiering soon 
on Mr. Jimmy Like the Podcast. The music is life segment with, you know, my co-host will be um, DJ Retro. Or you, or you could be special guests on on me and Mr. Aaron Sands wrestling show, the big pay-per-view wrestling show, prediction show. You know, our next pay-per-view will most likely be SummerSlam. So if y'all if y'all wanna be on that, let me know. Um once again, thank y'all for tuning into the new episode and have a good night. This is Anthony from the Beautiful Feet Podcast, and you're listening to the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this amazing show. Enjoy.